What's going on guys? I'm Dustin. This is So You're Getting Older. This is actually episode number 34 of the So You're Getting Older podcast. So I know I haven't been doing this uh, for, uh, geez, pretty much. Yeah, I don't think I've done one this year, actually. Um, yes, I didn't. I actually went past Christmas and New Year's. And, you know, it's it's been kind of a Kind of a relaxing thing. Um, unfortunately, though, uh, with all the relaxation does come its own um, issues and its own difficulties. Uh, as you know, we've had, you know, our presidential election. We've had our presidential inauguration. Uh, a good portion of the country doesn't believe that the results were legitimate and the other portion of the country um, actually is now starting to wake up and begin to regret their votes. I'm not making anything political here. Not not today. Um, I actually have something that is kind of in the same vein that I want to go and talk about a little bit. Um, and that would be grief. Grief comes in a lot of different ways. You know, it really, really does. You know, and not only does it manifest itself in different ways, it comes because of all kinds of different things. Um, you know, I know a lot of people who were feeling a lot of grief over the presidential election. I know people who have felt a lot of grief over losing their jobs, a lot of grief over constantly being locked down, a lot of grief over a lot of different things. And I myself have experienced grief um, this this last uh, this last month as well. Uh, we unfortunately had to uh, say goodbye to our um, dog of 15 years and before anybody wants to run around and say oh my god it was just a dog I want you to remember something okay those are just your front teeth would you miss them if they were gone it's kind of what I thought and that's actually something I've said to somebody uh, when they when they actually came up to me and were like well I don't know why you're so upset it was just a dog it wasn't just a dog you know, Lamb Chop was not just a dog to me, to my wife, to either of my kids, to anybody that has ever been around her. Lamb Chop was never just a dog. She was literally just that furry kid. I mean, she was, uh, jeez, she, she was the, the best friend that you didn't know you needed. And to have to say goodbye to her was one of the hardest things that I've done in my life. And it ranks, really it does, it ranks right up there with losing my father. And, you know, seeing the grief that, you know, my wife has gone through, the grief that my youngest son has gone through, my oldest son, it's been horrible. And, you know, everything that I, I do doesn't ever seem to be the right thing. And, you know, I, I'm not making it about me because it's it's not. You know, this is too big of a thing for it to be about just one person. And my entire family is grieving. 
And that's one of the reasons that, you know, I wasn't really in the headspace to be able to record an effective podcast. Um, the, the, the last couple weeks, um, I'm not, I'm not even really interested in it, you know, at all right now because of that. And I know I need to get back into the swing of things. I need to get back into the groove. I need to make sure that I'm staying on a schedule and doing what I need to do. But I need you all to understand right now, it's difficult. And it's difficult for a lot of reasons. And that's actually the biggest reason is I'm grieving. And I haven't really been able to kind of sit back a little bit and process my grief. And that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about was when you're grieving, it, it doesn't matter if it's a sibling, a, a parent, a spouse, an animal, it, it doesn't matter. Whenever you're grieving, you need to be able to sit back and take the time to process through it. And if you're not going to do that, then you you really need to not be one to sit and complain about how you're not in the in the right place. And that, I know that's kind of hypocritical of me, you know, for, for literally what I just said. Um, you know, it just, it's been difficult and it's been really difficult. And I posted on my uh, Twitter and my Instagram uh, pictures of the tattoo that I got uh, in uh, memoriam of my dog. Um, and you know, my tattoo artist, Jonathan, he, I feel like he knocked it out of the park and I can't say enough good things about it. That's where I'm at. You know, I just want to make sure that whenever, whenever you're going through the grieving process, you're going to be angry. You're going to be sad. You're going to be depressed. You know, take the time to step back and talk to somebody work through your shit. If you don't work through your shit, you are no good for anybody. And I know that for a fact. And it's one of those things where it's really hard for you to sit back and say that you need to talk and you need to say these things and you need to be able to get everything out in the open and making it where people can, you know, approach you with it and they can understand what is going on in your head. And they can understand why you're feeling the way you are and why you're acting the way you are. You don't have to run around with a smile on your face all the time. That's, that's bullshit. You don't need to do that at all. You do need to grieve. And you do need to sit there and take the time to grieve. Don't underestimate that. And don't let anybody minimize your grief, you know. Um, for me, it was... In all honesty, you know, we, we, we lost our dog. Yeah, that's true. But that's also the same dog who was, you know, very close in age to my youngest son. And that's the only dog he's ever known. And I've had to watch him, you know, be depressed and be sad and try to try to make things better with him, you know, as far as that stuff goes. And I've had to watch my wife uh, go through the same things. And you know, she'll be fine one minute and the next minute she'll be bawling her eyes out because she you know, thought about something that the dog did. 
or just the other day she was like, you know, I was, I was looking around for the dog and I was going to tell the kids, you know, Hey, can you guys make sure to check her water? And you know, it's an automatic reaction. That's 15 years of learned behavior, you know, and it's not something that's just going to pass in a day, a week, a month. And frankly, losses like that, you're not gonna, you're gonna feel it for years. It may not hit you the same way. And it may not hit you where you are going to be, you know, an inconsolable wreck, but it's going to hit you. And, you know, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about, you know, how much I miss my dog. You know, I go to bed and I wake up and I'm, I'm looking for the dog. You know, I'm, I'm putting my hand over where she would be laying down behind me and trying to feel for her so I can rub her belly. And she's not there. And that sucks. But it's not the end of the world. Um, it feels like it sometimes. But I know that, you know, there's... And it, it's like I, I've told both my kids and my wife, you know, there's going to come a day where we're going to be sick and tired of being alone. We're going to get another dog. And that day is not today. It's not tomorrow. It's not next week. But... It's a day that will come, and we all need to make sure that we don't hold this, whatever dog we end up getting, that we don't hold it to the same standards that we did with Lamb Chop. And, you know, we need to understand separate dogs, separate, you know, personalities. Everything is going to be different, and we just need to remember that and take time and go slow with it. And, you know, I recommend that same thing, you know, understand things are, things will change. Things will be replaced, but don't hold it against whatever it was before, you know, and that's, I know it sounds weird, you know, to be saying that and to be discussing an animal, but looking at it, that's really the best time to discuss it before it's, you know, a, uh, you know, a sibling, a spouse, a parental figure. Um, you know, these are the, the kinds of things that you have to go through when you're younger. So you know how to deal with it better when you're older. And, you know, when my dad died, I, I was in a dark place. I, I did a lot of things that I really regret doing. And I did, you know, a lot of things that I know harmed me physically. Um, I'm not... I'm not saying that that was the best way to do it because it damn sure wasn't, but it, it was how I dealt with my grief in my, uh, emotionally immature time. And, you know, I'm, I, I still am, you know, kind of, I think everybody's kind of emotionally immature, you know, I really do. And I think if you're not, then there's something wrong with you because I feel like you need to have that just to be able to maintain a little bit and keep some decency and some humanity. Um, it's been, been pretty, pretty rough. And, you know, my first thought when we, when we had to say goodbye to her was, you know, I just want to go home and get shit faced. And I did want to, but when I came home, uh, even my son, my uh, oldest boy, he even told me, he said, dad, I know what you're doing and I know what you feel like you need to do. Was, but 
you really think you should be drinking right now? No, not not really. You're you're absolutely right. And you know, I sat down, I had one drink, and that was it. And I I kind of just pushed it off and into the back burner and you know went on. I didn't really and I haven't still processed a lot of it. Um, I know what happened. I know why it had to happen. It doesn't make it any easier for me to stomach and it doesn't make it any easier for me to deal with. But when you're, when you're sitting there and you're face to face with these kinds of things, you know, it, you keep saying that, you know, you wanted to do the best thing that you could. And I feel like that's what we did. Do I think it was, it was a easy decision? Fuck no. No, it was a very difficult decision, and a lot of a lot of the difficulty was because I was wanting to be selfish, and you know I was I was wanting to keep my my wife from hurting my my kids from hurting, um, and you know in all honesty, if I could figure out any way to take all that pain that they're feeling, and put it on myself, I absolutely would, but I can't. Yeah, that's this is about how I figured this was gonna go. Um, short episode this week, guys. It it really is. I know I said I was gonna be coming back, and I was gonna come back. I was gonna have all kinds of cool shit going on, and that was originally the plan. And then you know all this stuff happened, and then all of a sudden now you know my my uh, my dog is gone, and it's really sad and I, I I feel like probably I don't know I would say that you know dogs living as as short of a life as they do um, really is is hard on us because we grow so attached to our pets and you know lamb chop was no different she was absolutely a member of the family she was not just a dog and, you know, that's just something that, you know, is is how we are wired as far as our family. And, you know, it's uh it's not it's not real real awesome to deal with. And this is I know I should have I should probably have more advice on how to deal with grief and things like that. The best thing I can say, talk to somebody. Just talk to somebody. Whether you're talking to your computer monitor like I am right now, or you're talking to a counselor, a friend, uh, the wall, I mean, you need to be able to get these feelings out, you need to get them in the open, and you need to get them dealt with. That's how you gotta do it. And that's really the only way you can deal with grief, is just by hitting it head on. It's not something you can push onto the side and, you know, just let it fester. Because at one point it's going to come out and it's going to be so, it's like a jar. It's going to be so full that it can't take anymore. It's just going to start spilling over and spilling over. And then one day you're going to realize how fucking clumsy you are and you're going to drop it and break it. And then all that grief is going to come pouring out in just a massive, massive, massive overflow. Nobody wants that. That's my advice. That's how you deal with grief. You don't push it to the side. You don't push it to the back. You you just put your head down and push through it. 
you deal with it. Don't let it sit and, you know, just chill out in the back of your mind. You got to deal with it. And I know it's hard and I know it's, it's difficult and it's painful and it's stressful, but if you wanted to be able to keep your sanity, it's really a small price to pay. So, like I said, short issue, or short episode <laughs> issue. It's like I'm printing it. Um, if you guys want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me on uh, Instagram at So You're Getting Older. You can get a hold of me on Facebook at Getting Older. Uh, you can get a hold of me through email at uh, So You're Getting Older at gmail.com. And last but not least, you can get a hold of me on Twitter. The at sign getting older pod. I hope to talk to you guys later and take it easy. You know, be good. Wash your hands. Stay social distanced.